What a privilege. Father, thank you. In Jesus' name. Can I hear a good amen? amen. Hallelujah. Alright, so we're talking about Thanksgiving today. And um, next week is our Thanksgiving service and we want to come to service with greater understanding and better understanding. Uh, say amen to that. I'm going to share with you quite briefly as God allows me um, why we give thanks. What is Thanksgiving? Why some of us don't give thanks? Dimensions of Thanksgiving and then I'll also look at expressions of Thanksgiving. Uh, can we celebrate Pastor Apostle Francis? <laughs> Pastor Jesh. God bless you, sir. <laughs> this is one of the men God used to feed me for a long time. He's a great, great man of God. Psalm 92 and verse number 1. It's important for us to understand that as a saint, as a believer, God has programmed us for a life of dominion in every aspect. Number two, it's important for us to appreciate also that as a child of God, God has ordained you to be a person of glory. And in every aspect of your life, the glory of God is seen. When you talk about the glory of God, you're talking about the original intent for you or the written intent of God for you is expressed in every aspect of your life. So whether it's in academics, whether it's in marriage, whether it's in business, the intent of God, God's original intent for you is seen in that area. And the glory of God is the expression of the beauty of God. So your life is meant to express the beauty of God, the excellency of God. And that will be your testimony. But it's interesting to also note that whatever God will do in you, he will do with you. Whatever God will do in you, he will do with you. It simply means that as long as this earth remains, God is always in partnership with man to fulfill his counsel in the life of a man. Things of God don't just happen to men because they thought of it. The things that God has programmed for you as a believer requires an aspect that you must be involved in. There's a partnership. Can two work together except they be agreed? So whatever God has programmed for you, whatever God has prepared for you, will not just happen because God has programmed it. But there's an aspect where God needs you to be with him to make it come to pass. I pray that you'll be a good partner of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Just as in our regular lives, things don't just happen because you thought of um, maybe going to circle and you appear in circle. No. You take a step. You get your fare, you pay your fare, you move. There's, there's a partnership. There's an involvement of man somewhere. Now, because there is a partnership, because there's a need for us to play our role, God has set systems in place. God has set systems in place. Amen? God has set systems in place. Hallelujah. These systems are, perhaps, let me say, they are keys. There are keys that you and I must know, have them, to be able to access this place that God has prepared for us. Hallelujah. And that's why we come to church. We don't come to church because we have to just be in church. Church is God's own 
divine idea to train the saint to walk in the fullness of what he has prepared the saint to be in. There's a culture of our kingdom. There's a way we do things in the kingdom. And God has established the church as a place where the culture of the kingdom is taught us. Every system has the way to do their things. If you were to travel to Dubai, there's a way to do their things there. You can leave your phone on the street and come back next day and find it there. You don't steal there. If you steal, you're in trouble. They'll cut your hand. Amen. And most of us, uh, when we are here, we perhaps litter the ground. But when you go, they can't try. They'll arrest you. There's a way they live. In this kingdom, things work by knowing how it is done in this kingdom. So things don't just happen. It's made to happen by partnership with God. And so you must know what God wants us to do and then do them. And thanksgiving is one of such systems, one of such keys that God has made available to the saint. If you're going to walk in dominion, walk in power, walk in the fullness of God's glory for your life, you must know this key as well, among other keys. Thanksgiving is a key. Doors do not answer to your size. Doors answer to keys. Most times you see big doors, big gates, but the key is very small. It's not big. It's not how strong you are, but having the right key with you. May the Lord open our eyes to have the right keys at all times. That army could have been better than that. Hallelujah to Jesus. So, why do we give thanks? Psalm 92 verse 1. Reading the New King James Bible. So, New King James says that it is good to give thanks to the Lord. So, why do we give thanks? Because it is good. Amen. It is good to give thanks to the Lord. The Passion Translation says that it is so joyful or enjoyable to come before the Lord with uncontainable praises spilling from your hearts how we love to sing our praises over and over to you to the matchless god high and exalted over all praise god so why must i give thanks i must give thanks because it is good who doesn't like good things here praise god do you like good things may good things come your way in the name of jesus may good things come here in the name of jesus so it's a good thing to give thanks to the Lord. The Bible says it's a good thing. 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 He that finds a wife has found a good thing. Hallelujah. And so there's, Thanksgiving is even gooder than wife. Amen. Praise God. It's a good thing to give thanks. So why must I give thanks? Because it's a good thing. And who's told me that God is saying so? When, when God is saying it's good, it means it's good. You don't know good things that God does know. God knows good things that you and I do know. So God says it's good to give thanks. What it simply means is that when you are a thanksgiver, you have subscribed to goodness. Hallelujah. Can I hear a good amen? amen? It's a good thing to give thanks. Why should I give thanks? Why must that be thanksgiving? Because it is a command. Thanksgiving is a command. Let's look at Psalm 105 and verse number 1. Thanksgiving is a command. It's a command. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. It's a command. It's a command. 
Anytime God gives a command, it simply means he wants you to be in command. Anytime God gives you a command, it means he wants you to be in command. So one way by which you are in command of the affairs of life is to obey that commandment. Oh, grace preachers will like this. But God says, give thanks. It's a command. Tell him as a neighbor, give thanks. is a command. You know, most times in church services, I was showing some people yesterday, we reserve the best of our voices for when we are praying against demons. When it's time to give God thanks, your voice is reserved. And then Jesus Christ in the book of Matthew 28, 18 down, he says, all power has been given to me. All power. It means the devil has no power. But the saint wants to make the devil feel like he has power. So when it's time to give thanks, if I were to tell you to give God thanks right now, and I say, we're giving thanks for 15 minutes, I will not talk again. Your voice will keep going down, going down, going down, going down, going down. Why? Because we don't understand that there's something about thanksgiving. I'd rather lose my voice thanking God than lose my voice casting out the devil. In fact, when I check my Bible, casting out devils is 101. Those that become born again today can cast out devils. That's what the Bible says. He said, in my name, when they believe, in my name, they will cast out devils. It means that the person that gives his life to Christ today can cast out the devil. So it's not an achievement. Hallelujah. You must be excited when it's Thanksgiving time. Hallelujah. It is a command. I pray that you obey that command from today. I pray you wake up every morning and you have that commandment in your heart. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, number three, it is the key to unending flow. It is the key to unending flow. And the flow here, I'm talking of flow of grace, flow of anointing, flow of blessings. Any godly flow is available unto you when you are thankful. Now, when you are not thankful, there is a limitation on your life. Malachi chapter 2 verse 2. Malachi 2, let's read it. Malachi chapter 2 verse 2. Father, thank you for life. Father, thank you for life. Oh, when you hear me, thank God. Don't be quiet. Also join me in the thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for life. Mm. It says, if you will not hear, and if you will not take heed to heart, to give glory to my name, says the Lord of hosts, I will send a curse upon you, and I will curse your blessings. Yes, I have cursed them already. Because you do not take it to heart. Thanksgiving is about taking to heart what God has done. Now, when you refuse to take to heart and show the taking to heart by an expression of gratitude, God said that I'll put a case. What that means is simply is this. There will be a stagnation. There will not be flow anymore. Ingratitude is like pouring sand into your well. No water will come out anymore. There's stagnation when there's no thanksgiving. Anywhere there is thanksgiving, there is explosion of joy, not happiness. Happiness is a product of happenings. When things are happening on the outside, you are happy. You make good money, you are happy. You get a new car, you are happy. Hallelujah. You get married, you are happy. Praise God. You give birth, you are happy. You get a visa to travel, you are happy. But when nothing on the outside is not happening and yet there is a certain gladness shown on your face it's called joy that spirit is the product of thanksgiving you have an unending flow for the joy of the lord is my strength it does not come from the outward it comes from the eternal 
For out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters. You have to understand something. Your spirit man is like a well. It's like a well. In the days of Isaac, Bible says, and they dug the wells and they found water. Because sand was put into it. One way by which you shut flow is ingratitude. You shut flow. And why do some of us don't give thanks? We're going to come there. But let me say this in passing. Sometimes you have your own personal expectation. So if it doesn't happen that way, why should I give God thanks? But here you are. You don't even know the minutes away from your nose. You don't. Do you think those people that were in that VIP bus knew that they won't get to Accra? The 16 of them that died on that road? They, they, they didn't know that they, they thought they left their house to die on the road? No. All of us sitting here in all our status that we are in this world, one thing we don't have, we don't know the next minute from where we are standing. But you know, sometimes as human beings, we think that no, come on, man, I know it. So why is it I asked you for a husband? I told you I want to marry. But by the end of last year, you've not, you have not done it. You don't deserve any thanksgiving from me. Why should I thank you? You don't deserve it. What will surprise you with this? Maybe your husband has been released on his way coming. As soon as you refuse to give God thanks, there's a bypass. Somebody else will take it. No, he says that I will send a curse. It means that you have lost the protection of your process to manifestation. You have lost the process. Because you know what God does? When God is preparing something, he also protects it. He keeps it. Because it's for you. Imagine if I've told Pastor Josh, um, I just bought this wristwatch. It's 7,200. Watch, I saw yesterday. 7,200 Ghana cities. And I say, go and give it to the bishop. And then my brother opens the stuff and holds like that, put it back. And he's just walking around freely, no protection, just going like that. And somebody that knows the value of that word gets it. You beat him and take it. But when I tell him, bro, this is for Bishop Charlie. All my savings so is 7,200 cities. Oh, really? He will hide it here. Take an Uber. Even the Uber, when the guy comes, are you sure you are the one who is driving this car? But why is your car different? Why? Because it's a value that must be delivered and therefore must be protected. Anytime God is bringing a blessing your way, it's of great value to the Father. He protects it. You know, lack of knowledge doesn't make us understand value. If I were to buy an iPhone 13, which is about to come, Somebody said that while we are charging iPhone 12, it has not fully charged. They release iPhone 13. <laughs> now that phone is almost, I think, about 9,000 or 8,000 thereabout for a phone. That's the kind of phone that when you're in church and they're praying for you and you're holding the phone, you're not considering the prayer. Because if the phone falls down, something's happening. So as the phone is going to say, Jesus, it's not the impartation. My phone fell down. 9,000 just fell down. Now, if I were to buy an iPhone 13 and go to my grandmother in the village, I say, Nana, me dopa, oh, sombo mami. To my court, if he did the amount. Oh, me nana, nyami shrao, nyami shrao, me dasipi, nyami shrao, no, it's not because of the phone. That I brought a gift, that's why it's nyami shrao. What do you say? And he said, if I come back later and find that she's trying to crack a knot 
and has taken the tent to crack the knot. I will be angry. She will not be angry. I will tell him, I said, 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 you are seen value by knowledge. She doesn't see value because of lack of knowledge. So you're not thanking God shows your level of knowledge. If you come to me and buy iPhone 13 for me, I will remove my shoes. I will kneel down. I will start crying in prayer. I'll bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. A man of God was receiving tithes in church. Somebody brought his tithes. Regular said, God bless you. Go in peace. May the doors be open unto you. And that person came. Say, man of God, I brought my tithe from the oil deal I just had. This is $100,000. He knelt down. Say, you stand. I would kneel. <laughs> the value. The value. So the reason sometimes we don't give thanks is because of our knowledge level. And when you don't do that, you shut the flow. You shut the flow. As pastors, one of the ways by which we enjoy the flow of God's grace is through thanksgiving. You see that things are not working by saying, Father, thank you. Father, thank you because I even have something to do about this. You are still in this with me. If you don't thank, you are a young lady, you're beautiful, you have no... No, no, yeah, but you are beautiful. Thank God that you are beautiful. Thank God that you are, you are marriable. Thank God. Okay, if you don't do that, you shut the flow. Praise God. Okay, finally on this point, why do we thank? Because God expects it. God expects it. Let's look at Luke. Let's look at Luke 13. Let's look at Luke. Look, let's look at Luke 13. <laughs> Is somebody grateful to God while you are sitting here? Oh, Jesus. There's something I, I, I learned from Apostle Francis those times I used to stay with him. I think Pastor Jesu, we actually studied it. He can say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Even in the sleep, he's saying, thank you, Jesus. In the sleep, while he's, he's snoring, he's saying, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How will such a person not enjoy inspiration from above? Make it a culture. Hallelujah. Luke chapter, let's look at Luke 17, 18. Can we have a Luke 17, 18? Luke 17, 18. Luke 17, 18. May the spirit of gratitude fill our hearts now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. May we have every single cause to thank God for in the name of Jesus. Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? Now, the background story is this 10 lepers who had an encounter with Jesus Christ. And then Jesus Christ told them that go and show yourself to the high priest. The Bible says, on their way going, they realized that they were healed. There's a testimony awaiting us in this new month that we're entering into. And I want to have this key. Have this key. I tell you, there's a huge testimony coming to us. I'm telling you, my things are going to happen and you need this key. So stay focused and get the key. Now, so... He had told them, go and show yourself to the, to the high priest. The Bible says, while they were going, they realized there's been a healing. And one of them turned back. I want to give thanks. Now, 
when Jesus saw the one, his expression shows that he was expecting them to turn back and come and say thank you. So he said, ah, were there not any amongst these to give thanks than this foreigner? That shows that God expects thanksgiving from us. He expects it. If the expectation of the righteous cannot be cut off, should God's own be cut off? Hallelujah. God expects thanks from you. When you have swallowed one, uh, thank you Lord for the swallow. Uh, amen. You drove to town safely. Thank you for the driving. Thank you for the protection. He's always expecting it. And you know something? When you meet God's expectation of thanksgiving, your expectations can never be cut off. I'm not the one saying it. The word of God is saying so. So God expects it. And what is thanksgiving? Thanksgiving is acknowledging and expressing gratitude for what the Lord has done so past. What the Lord has done in the past. So in this story that we see here, when they saw the healing, that they have been healed, it's past tense. They went back and gave thanks. It has already happened. God has already done it. And you give thanks. Or in a practical life, somebody does something for you. You go back and thank the person for what the person did for you. So it is an acknowledgement. You acknowledge it. You acknowledge it. And then you express that acknowledgement. That is thanksgiving. You can't tell me you are thankful. If supposing I come to you and I gave you, like Sinclair and I come, I said, take this envelope. And then as he's going, he said, first says, thank you, sir. He opened it so that I put $500 there. If I were him, I'll come back again and thank him. I'll come and thank again. Now, he acknowledged. That's why I said earlier on, you see the word acknowledge has knowledge in it. Can I make that word sound like acknowledge? Knowledge heightened. What does that mean? It means that my knowledge will affect even the magnitude of my acknowledgement, which will also now determine my expression. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, Thanksgiving requires you acknowledging. Now, for you to acknowledge, you must, you must think. That is why it is impossible to thank without thinking. So, you'll be our own time, Jenny. I want to be there, I say. What I want to be in Jenny's question, I want to be there, I say, When you can think far, you can thank God very far. But when your thinking is very low, you can't thank too much. Because all you can think about is your present. But the one who can think and acknowledge can go so far. Think about the entire process. And look at even the things that God did. The eyes could not see. And then begin to thank God for it. In praise and worship, we all have different expressions. Some will dance so seriously. Others will just pose. Uh, I don't mean to insult anybody. But can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? If your expression is so passive, don't tell me that's your temperament. It's not temperament. You're not like that. You are forming. Because when the thing really hits you, you can't hold back your praise. You can't. The same you that you said that you are, uh, you know, I'm, you know, pastor, I, I'm, 
I'm, I'm the quiet type. You know, um, when I'm excited, I become quiet. You know, when good things happen around me, I, I just become very quiet. I, I hold myself because it's too much. I mean, oh, I mean, oh. <laughs> that same person, let something is desiring happen. You see shouting. That same person who said was quiet will start shouting and jumping, making noise everywhere. Are you sure you are quiet? Your action is showing the depth of your acknowledgement. Your expression is just showing the depth of your acknowledgement. That is all. So, thanksgiving requires acknowledgement and then expressing it. Okay? For things that the Lord has done. So, it's in the past. Alright? And that you can look at it spiritually and physically. Most times, we allow our thanksgiving to be just on the things that our eyes can see. But you know something? There are greater and better things to thank God for. According to Ephesians chapter number 1, eh, you will see the thing to thank God for about. You must thank God for grace. You must thank God for mercy. You must thank God for peace. You must thank God for emotional stability. You must thank God that you can access the presence of God any day, any time, anyhow. You must thank God for that one. You don't only wait for physical things. Your thanksgiving will begin from what cannot be seen. May the Lord open the eyes of our understanding. Now, number two, thanksgiving is also acknowledging the faithfulness of God, the willingness of God, and the ability of God to do something and appreciate him in advance. It's acknowledging that God is faithful. Number two, that God is willing. Number three, that God is able to do what he said he will do. And then not waiting for it to be done and thanking him in advance. Appreciate him in advance. A simple example is in John chapter 6 verse 11. Let's go there. Hallelujah. So, I, I maybe I'm expecting God has said to me, with long life, he will satisfy me. I'm still young, but I'm saying, Father, thank you for long life. Thank you for long life. You are traveling. God has said, I'll keep my angels in charge over you. They will keep you. You will not see any accident. And then, I've not gone yet. I'm about to go. But I said, thank you, Lord, for safe arrival. I've not gotten there yet, but I acknowledge that God is faithful. I acknowledge he's willing. I acknowledge that he's able. And then I begin to appreciate him in advance. So like I look at the church, Father, I thank you for a mega church. Father, I thank you for the hundred branches. I thank you for the branches we have in the United States. We have some in Australia. We have some in the northern region. All the northern have our branches there. I thank you for the many pastors. That is Thanksgiving. You have not married yet, but Lord, I thank you for my wife. I thank you for my children. They are so intelligent, and I thank you for that. You are living tomorrow in the now. It's called faith. So actually, Thanksgiving is actually faith. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I would say, and Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them. Now, 
There are 5,000 men aside, women and children, to be fed after a wonderful crusade. And what is there is not sufficient to feed all of them. Jesus takes the insufficient and then gives thanks for the insufficient. I always say something. that he took the insufficient, handed over to all sufficient one. And the all sufficient one made the insufficient more than sufficient. Now, he had not yet finished feeding them, but he gave thanks and then distributed. <laughs> you cannot walk in faith without thanksgiving. You can't. So even before they are all fed, I give you thanks because this one that does not look like to be enough is more than enough. Hallelujah. You like complaining too much. Before he said, look at your store. He said, my storehouse. He said, I should bring my, my offerings to the Lord. And he said, my bonds shall be plenty. And so you look at your storehouse. Father, I thank you for plenty. Oh, pastor, you're just talking. It's not easy like that. Do it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I give you a minute to thank God for the things you're expecting? Can you do that? Can you close your eyes and do that? Just do that. Call them forth. Don't remember them. Call them forth. What are the things, what are the expectations? Just begin to thank God for them. Begin to thank God for them. Oh, there shall be a miracle less than 24 hours. Begin to thank God for the things you're expecting. That his word has told you. Acknowledge that he is faithful. He is willing and he's able. 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 Pori mi shigo vagadigo no so talagadig mande erosita bikonda aven avenda shaka di ketume eladia. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, one more minute. One more minute. Just, just focus. Focus. What are the things that God has said about you? What are the things God has said about you? What are the things that God's word has said? Can you begin to look at what God has said and acknowledge that He is faithful, He is willing, and He is able to bring you that testimony? Can you thank Him in advance? Thank Him in advance. You have been without job for a while. Why don't you thank God in advance? That opportunities are being made for you already. Thank him in advance. Thank him in advance. Thank him in advance. Thank him in advance. I just sense that in my spirit. Thank him. I'm adding one more minute again. Come on, thank him. If he can be, if he can be, just be faithful with this one. Just thank him in advance. 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 He's shown me hip Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, time is fast spent. Let me rush this up quickly. People of God, that's Thanksgiving. There are dimensions of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving as a life. As a life. What I mean by life here is this, that your life is Thanksgiving. I'm not talking about you talking it or singing it, but your life is Thanksgiving. Give me Romans chapter 12 and verse number 1. Amplified. Okay, let's do King James first. New King James and then Amplified and then the Passion. Is anybody here still with me? 
Oh, I thank God for the breakthroughs. In the month of March, I thank God for the, the limitations are over. I thank God for the enlargement. I thank God for the advancement of my spiritual life. I am more anointed by the end of the month of March than I've ever been. I am I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Give me amplified and then we we'll do passion as well. I appeal to you therefore, brethren, and beg of you in view of all the mercies of God to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members, that is your head, your eyes, your mouth, everything that you have, and your faculty, your thinking, everything, as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Did you see that? Give me the passion. Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? <laughs> what should be our proper? And now let's go on. It says, I encourage you, surrender yourself to God, to be obedient, uh, to, be sec to be sacred, living sacrifices, and live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart, for this becomes your genuine expression of worship. An aspect of worship is the issue of thanksgiving. Now, your reasonable act of worship, worship, is when you have submitted your members. It means that obedience to God's word is thanksgiving. Selah. Obedience to God. How do I show my gratitude to my father? When he asks me to do something, I say I will do otherwise. I am not grateful. Are you here with me? When you dedicate your whole life, your faculties, everything that you are, to the worship of God. In other words, when men look at me, my members are used for what glorifies him. It is thanksgiving. So you cannot be in the trotro and the mate forgot to give you a change. Because of that, it's a new battle now. You start insulting him, his mother, his father, his aunties. You've never met who they, you don't know who they are. You now let him know he has not had his bath for five weeks. Now who is he to take your money? But if I can be patient and say, bro, Charlie, my change has not come. You dedicate your life. So when we use our members for unlawful things, ungodly things, is ingratitude to God. So one expression or dimension of thanksgiving is to lay down my life for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If I want to go into that one, we're not going now. But think about it. How can my life be continually be a thanksgiving to the Father? How do I live my life? Do I bottle up people in my heart? Do I see people in a way that God does not see them? You're a rebel. God is seeing a beloved son. You are seeing an robber. You are seeing a liar. God doesn't see that way. And finally, because of time, 
Remember I said that thanksgiving is acknowledgement and expression. Do you know lifting of hands is one of the expressions? For some of you, so hard to raise your hands. It just shows that you don't raise your hands at home. Because charity begins at home. Lifting of hands is part of it. Can we try that right now? Can we stand to our feet and lift our two hands? With your hands lifted. Now with all that you've heard, you want to acknowledge, right? You want to acknowledge? You want to go back a little bit? Can we go back? Can you go back? Just, just see yourself if Christ had not come into your life. Just see where you're coming from and let your hands be lifted. Don't drop those hands. It's one of the expressions after you've acknowledged that God has been good to you or God is about to do something in advance. Don't be distracted for just five minutes and we are done. With your hands lifted. Mention as many as the Spirit of God will help you remember. As many as you can remember. <laughs> Make sure your hands are lifted. You're doing an exercise. An exercise. Lift your two hands. Lift your two hands. Lift your two hands. We're doing this for five minutes. Just lift your hands. Don't be tired. Even when your hands are going down, move it up again. There is something about the lifting of hands. We can't go deep in that right now. Time is on our side. But let the hands be lifted. And go back. Go back. Acknowledge. Think. Go back. Go back and think. There are many victories. There are many triumphs. Oh. Lift up the holy hands. And thank the Lord. Come on, saint of God. Make sure your hands are not down. Be like Moses. Let my hands be lifted up. Come on, saint of God. Three more minutes. Three more minutes. Remember, it's a command. Remember, there is a command. Remember that God expects of you to be thankful. Lift your hands and thank him. Bless the name of the Lord. Had it not been for the Lord who was on our side, let us say. Had it not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I have been? Where would I have been? Oh God, this morning with my hands lifted and my voice aloud. Even louder, my neighbor. Lord, I give you thanks. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank him. Thank him. Oh, come on. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Oh, you have another two more minutes. You have another two more minutes. Oh, saint of God, bless the Lord. Oh, bless the Lord. Oh, bless the Lord now. Him alone is worthy, yes, he is. We give you praise and glory, Lord. We give you praise and glory. Thank you, Father. Yeah. Whoa, oh, oh, oh. 
Come on and bless the Lord. Come on and bless the Lord. Come on and bless the Lord. Don't be tired of saying thank you. With your hands lifted up. Your hands lifted up. Bless the Lord with me. Bless the Lord with me. Bless the Lord with me. Oh, I will bless the Lord at all times. And His praises shall continually be my mouth. Be my mouth. Be my mouth. Be my mouth. Yes. Be my mouth. Oh, Lord. My God. Now look at me. Let me bring to you this final expression, which we'll do next week Sunday. We also thank him with a seed. We thank him with what? We bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. We also thank him with what? A seed. I feel like we should try it more today. And then Sunday will bring the bigger one. Hallelujah. But take a seed in your hand. Don't rush to the front yet. You will lift up no matter what that seed is. But Lord, you know what? I, 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 how can I pay you? Hey, who am I to pay you? But this is a token of my gratitude to you. Just pick a seed. It's part of the expressions of thanksgiving. Just pick it. Come down. Just pick it. Pick something in your hands. Pick something in your hands. In fact, you can afford to take more than one. Find a neighbor who doesn't have. Who say, brother, we're thanking God together. Take this one. Let's thank God with it. Let's thank God with it. Let's thank God with it. <laughs> Let's thank God with it. Do you have something in your hand? Now, can you add that thing with the lifting of hands one more time? Just close your eyes. And utter those words of thanksgiving one more time again. This time around, can you thank God in advance what he said he will do? Oh. There's an aspect that one day when I get an opportunity, I will share with you. Thanking God in a loud voice. <laughs> it's also part of the expressions. Thank God in a loud voice. It's also part of it. This is my thanksgiving seed. You remember when Christ lifted it up? There was a multiplication. Come on, there's a multiplication for you. Oh, thank you, Lord. 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 Now, can we with that? of gratitude just walk to the front just put on the altar me thou I see oh me thou I see oh me thou when you get back just lift your hands when you get back to your seat just stand where you are and lift your hands again let's thank him some more Oh, 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 oh,
Lift your two hands wherever you are. And so give thanks for two more minutes as we about the end of the message. Without us, you're... 